everyone, we are back with the next episode of the Raiders Rambles. I am Jolt, chief host of the show, and joining me as always is none other than my co-host, Avira. Hello! Hey guys, I hope you're having a fantastic night today. Uh, sorry about last week, I was feeling a bit under the weather, but uh, I'm back here today, so we're going to have an awesome show. That we will. We will. Joining us on the panel, as always, is our interim host, Noble. Don't forget to double-check your bloody work, otherwise you have to go through, like, 400 pages. Ugh. <laughs> well, don't forget to do my... Well, in my case, don't forget to check your bloody work, otherwise you end up having to scrap your job, you know, your project and rebuilding it from scratch. Oh, that is never fun. Yes, but sometimes the second attempt turns out better than the first. That's usually the progression. Yeah. So, yes. And next on the panel, rounding it out, is Stifior. Hello, hello. Back yet again. And lately, the cold outside, it's matching the cold dead heart inside. <laughs> you know, I actually do feel... A- Feel for use because right now your ba- the biggest battle is to stay warm and cozy. Mm. You know. Yeah, well, for those of us in the northern hemisphere, it's uh, it's winter right now. But for you guys, uh, Jolt and Noble, it's what uh, spring, summer, summer, summer. Oh wow, okay. Yeah, it's exact opposites. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, how the seasons have flipped. But mm. no, I think your biggest issue right now is more to do with you know how the heck you're going to stay warm because everything's getting more and you're snorting more and more cash out the nose for it to stay warm oh yeah um as far as i'm aware or as far as i've been alive this so far is the worst winter for gas prices the prices are through the fucking roof for what they used to be I don't know, man. Some other countries have resorted, like Germany, have resorted to um, searching for firewood. That's become like a num- their number one Google search. Bloody hell. I mean, if it, gas gets any higher here, probably won't be long till we follow. I don't know. You probably won't be long until you have to tear down an entire forest to stay warm. Mm. <laughs> well, don't well, forget, just... you can always get electricity. Or electricating. you can just burn someone alive. Yeah, I think the Matrix tried to use human bodies as batteries. I don't think that worked out very well. Well, no, don't use them as a battery. Just burn them alive, and then there you go. You've got warmth and a snack. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, stop it. Okay. Whoa, there. Well, that took a turn. Mmm, <laughs> crunchy human flesh. Delicious. Don't want to get it too crispy, <laughs> otherwise it'll taste nasty. Good Lord. Everyone can learn from a zombie. <laughs> right on. Do, do not zombie try this tip, at home. Zombie tips to live. Just eat your neighbor. <laughs> it's cheaper than the store. <laughs> right oh. So let's start with what's happening as of this week. Right now, what is the biggest fur con? And I say this loosely, it's Midwest Fur Fest. 
That's right. It, technically, yes, it is the biggest furcon. At least a couple years ago, when it came to attendance, uh, attendance, I think they got what twelve thousand people back in twenty twenty. Right, but now it's a bit, you know, it's still kind of even more or less the same ish figures. You, you will take a couple thousand after the COVID stuff. And on that similar note, it's COVID's. Oh boy, I'm sure we've all seen this uh, masked raccoon. Attendees, please keep in mind that you are required to mask in all event spaces and while completing a vaccine check. So basically, they want to see your papers and uh, you have oh. to be have a face mask at all times. Despite the fact this is 2022 and it's been three years since the pandemic. Yeah. Just saying. It's, it has pretty much been over for a while now. I mean, oh, I, I guess this yes. could be useful if they were talking about, like, con crud, because sometimes, like, that shit spreads around and, like, everybody gets it. But this is just too much, man. I mean, uh, look at this. Right. You can't even see some little muzzle under the face mask. What the heck? Realism, Avira. the suspension of disbelief is gone. Yes? We've had to start wearing masks in my state again because we had a bit of an outbreak. Again? Getting the cruise ship to come in uh, sort of kicked off another, well... Yeah, it's been fun. Apparently five people died, so, you know, whatever. Oh, my I God. Mean... Right. At this rate... Like... Yeah, go I was just saying, at this rate, it's either going to fuck off completely, or because people are so stupid, it's going to come back with a fucking vengeance. It's no, like, I... we shouldn't need all these restrictions because it is pretty much over. People just need Especially, to be a bit more careful. Well, in your neck of the woods, well, how does it feel like right now? Like nobody's giving a shit anymore, and everybody's like, oh, COVID like is over." Um, ever since lockdown was lifted, which I can't even remember, was it this year? I think it was last year, November time or whatever. Some whatever fucking time it was, no one's given a shit in right. the slightest. Once it was over, there done, and I've not really heard of it since around here. Some people thinking, oh, I think I've got it, I think I've got it, but I keep testing negative. It's because, so far, what it seems to have done now is just bonded with the common cold, and that's just the new common cold now. That's it. It's It doesn't really seem like anything. Well, yeah, it, 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 it's endemic. I mean, that's just like most viruses, like the flu or chicken pox or whatever. It, it's endemic. That's just mm -hmm. what we have to deal with. Like, right. they were expecting us to have a winter surge. Oh, here's your winter jabs. Here's your winter jabs. You need to get your winter jabs. Or, you know, like What's... the whole, you know, Merry Christmas, here's your COVID as a present. Yeah, basically. Or, so far, it's not even happened. I've not seen anything in the news or heard anyone mention, oh, we best get these winter jabs because it's, it's starting. It's surging. Nope. As far as I'm well, aware, no one's wouldn't... getting the winter jabs. You wouldn't see that, like, in the mainstream media, but when it comes to MFF and other furry conventions, I'm assuming, they still require a vaccine passport. Like, you have to be boosted, and they will check, like, before you even go into the building, which well, is exactly. crazy, because, like, this ended three years ago. Like, yeah. why? Why are they and still now, doing this? There, um, what, what do you think is the precedent that's going to go into 2023? Like, are, are basically all the mainline furcons going to... um keep enforcing the the whole, you know, vaccine thing. I think you're right, Joel. Yeah. I, I think Wait, that I they think definitely will I keep saw, doing this. I saw further confusion actually do, you know, start off the 2023 thing in January with the whole you must still be vaccinated to, to attend. Wow. Wow, that's crazy. Imagine, like, 
having a medical procedure and having to tell some rando neckbeard furry, oh, by the way, I have my vaccine passport, so can I come to your event? But I still have to wear a face diaper. Avera, I'm still basically weird. of the opinion that if the city or state requires these checks, then really you can't complain about it. But yes, this yes, I, 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 I agree 100% with that. Then the there is the day, definitely an issue know, to be taken there. It's... um. Most of this stuff isn't isn't because of state directives. It's still because of um, organize at the organizer's discreption. Precisely. Some directives. some arguments can be made because people are traveling in from other states or and or countries that this may also be a thing. But anyway, I don't know. Um, could be one of those things. But anyway, what we came for isn't so much that. We know that's going to cause a lot of damage, but. What we're gonna, what we've really come for to Midwest Fur Fest, is the damage. So, guys, this was on uh, Wednesday, the day before the con was kind of supposed to start. This is when they were still setting things up, oh, and they sorry. already smashed oh. the, gl the glass, duct taped all over the damn place. You know, furries work fast when it's not even fucking started yet. <laughs> it seems okay, like look. anywhere, it seems like all of these very large conventions, there's always something. There's always some kind of property damage. I mean, you look at this at MFF, on Wednesday, they already smashed the window. And, and you look at Furpok, uh, that just happened in, in October. Same thing. The second story, some dude ran into the freaking window and rained glass upon the lobby. It was nuts. Well, Avera, you have to understand that, unfortunately, some people don't know that when they're approaching a door, it's best to slow down and not just try to belt right through it. You yes. don't want to be that dog. You don't want to be that bird that ends up getting a concussion because you ran into basically a no, it's solid like, wall. Oh, it's like, oh, oh, sorry. I just created a new doggy door. Or, or maybe if they're in their fursuit head and like they can't see very well and they think the door's open when it's not, they're just looking through the glass, they just barrel right into it like, oh, let's go, and then boom, oh, what the heck happened? Or, because <laughs> of the state of most furries these days, they didn't want to wear masks anymore, so they're just trying to give some more ventilation by breaking open the window. <laughs> <laughs> ventilation, yeah, totally. You know, modern problems require modern solutions. Exactly. <laughs> Holy crap. Someone needs help breathing? Well, run headfirst into this window. That helps. But man, look at this. The whole freaking door. Like, oh my god. Oh, oh, god. Midwest Fur Fest already. When a, uh, a, Vera, a, per, a, a single person, you know, lightweight, maybe what uh, we would say what, uh, 90 to 100 kilos isn't going to do much, but someone like myself who's like 130, 140, when that hits at you know, speed, it's going to do some damage. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, you've got that kinetic energy for sure. Yeah, like, wait, they come smacking into something, they're either going to go through, or they're going to cause some damage. <laughs> or they're going to bounce off and fall back. I want to use the term roadkill here, but that might be a little insensitive. <laughs> <laughs> and there's more damage yet to come still, because you can't, these days, you cannot have a modern Furcon without one of these showing up without emergency services. Oh boy. So we have multiple ambulances. Is that a fire truck? Yes. Yeah, that's uh, a fire truck. So either somebody pulled the alarm or someone was stupid and they were smoking in their room and maybe either set it off or they set something on fire. Or maybe someone passed out. Who knows? Or maybe the smoke machine was just going too hot. Like, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> 
it just seems to be such a mainstay. It's as if, like, with a night party, they need a full-time, you know, emergency services guy right there. Man, I mean, I don't wish bad will upon these people. I hope that whoever that fire truck was called for, like, they're okay. Right, right. And I mean, it's just, yeah. There's issues like this seem to be popping up so much more in cons as of late. Like, mm-hmm. there used to be issues with cons that happened, but it was always kept behind closed doors somehow. But now, everything that you can possibly think of is happening, and everyone knows about it. Yeah, and the fact that people know about that, I think it's because furry has become more mainstream in -hmm. recent years. Like, a lot of people have heard about it, and, like, they're following the drama, like, what's been going on. And if they see something like this, they're like, oh, well, okay, that's just another thing to tack on to their... uh, their furry uh, commentary. Yeah. And every big con has something like this. There's always an ambulance or the fire department is called or something. Something happens. Police are involved. Like, you know it. Oh, yes. Now something like this has also happened. Next thing. What's this? Racial profiling. Okay, then. So this individual... um, was told by security to leave the premises because I'm not entirely sure about the backstory here, but it seems like he was acting very aggressively and he must have done something for this security guard to absolutely snap and be like, yo, get out, out of here. You're out. You're yeah, out. you're out. And that's what, that's what he said. It has nothing to do with the fact of his skin color. Nobody cares about that. It's more about the lines of, hey, I'm here doing my job and you guys are causing a ruckus. So I get that. The problem is when you get large um, gatherings like that, you're always going to have one or two people slip through that are, let's just say, the unsavory type. Well, exactly. Well, that does seem to be the case here. But even then, like, yeah, that's the thing. All we know is the information they try to give or the lack of information because they're hiding others. They want to show a little clip and then tag it as racial profiling. Well, what is the entire situation before you can even pin that? Show the proof. It had had nothing to do with racial profiling. It had zero things to do with that. This was just a furry and his friends probably causing a ruckus and this security guard was just like fed up with it he's like yo stop stop this and and just leave maybe they caused some property damage we don't know they could have yeah it has nothing to do with him oh uh, i happen to be black like maybe the security guard like maybe he saw him in his fursuit and didn't even know like that has nothing to do with the matter at all there was an incident with a was it was like a corner store in a school where the students decided to claim racism has occurred here. Yet the two students were while black, they were also stealing. So um, you know, there's that. It was a huge ass lawsuit. <laughs> I mean, shit. Yeah, well, take that as you will. 
Well, if you're going to get caught stealing, it doesn't fucking matter. I mean, you stole. Get the fuck out of the store. Exactly, yeah. Or if you want to get get caught stealing, though, you move move to the state of California. (laughs) Yeah, right. Why? Yeah. In this situation, though, it it does seem like they must have done something for for this guy to blow up like he did. Of course, we only have like that what thirty second video, maybe. We really don't get too much of the context, but I don't think he was a racist. He was just saying, yo, guys, you did something wrong here. This is our hotel. This is our business. And y- you just got to stop doing this. I think that that's more reasonable, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. still, it's only freaking Friday and already stuff like this is going down. So I, I mean, wonder what's going to happen tomorrow or the next day. Worse. How much worse could it possibly get, hey? Right. <laughs> no, we could have like one of the previous Furcons where someone was smearing like human feces all over the walls of the bathroom. Oh god. Yeah, that happened. Could happen. That has happened. Mm-hmm. Oh well. But we, we come to the part where I want to say if you are really you know, sick and tired or whatever it is, if you just or you just feel worn down about what's happening in the mainline conventions, well, I gotta say, we have just the convention for you. That's right. Yeah. MFF, BLFC, Anthrocon, all these big and cons. There's always some problems and it's not going just on out there. there in the world, like you know, you got Eurofurance, you know, furry down. Under, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's all kinds of crazy problems going on, and it's run by people who have no clue what's going on. They just want control to put a mask on you. But there is other furry cons out there that are way better than that. Indeed. And of course, I'm talking about free for all. This yep. this convention is a breath of fresh air, guys. Like it really is. You know, Wait, I was why there. Are you going with a Top Gun theme this time? Um, it's more about like uh, supporting the Air Force, which I think is a pretty good cause. Ah, okay, that makes sense then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be my wingman. Uh... Kind of fell in with the right <laughs> timing too, so you know, yeah, all the iron thought. It's good marketing too, but like, yeah. Um, so America's Anthro Convention free for all. Be my wingman. That's like their, their theme for this year. Returning July 28th to 80, 2023. Mark you that, you know, mark your calendar. Set everything aside. You know it's going to be back. Oh, yeah. Please. I want to see him do the police next time. I really do. <laughs> well, uh, the first year that Free For All had, it was pro-America. You know, like, make our fandom great again, basically. And it really was a homage to, like, what conventions used to be back in, like, the late 90s, early 2000s. And it was really cool. We had over 200 people show up. $8,000 in charity. Man, it was nuts. And I think next year is going to be even bigger and better. It's incredible. And um, I will say that the Furry Raiders are absolutely supporting next year. Uh, We we already uh, made a statement about this. we're going to be attending, staffing, and helping out any way we can to make sure that everybody has a great time. Indeed. And as always, we try to fulfill our mission to help everyone, you know, to fulfill, to really fulfill their ability to express themselves freely as furries. That's right. Indeed, indeed. And 
just on the last reel, have a look at some of our boys and girls at Free For All. Oh, yeah. There's Terry and H. Oh, right on. Yeah, so this is a screen from the game room. We had giant snakes there during the snake panel. I believe uh, Two Griffin hosted that one. Yeah, look at that. Uh, it's like a 15-foot snake. What the heck? That's <laughs> so cool. And there's more. So, you know, if you want the con of your lifetime, I say go for it. Oh, definitely. Yeah, free-for-all is where it's at. We do not care about your politics or who your skin color or whatever the crap. We're not, we're not into any of that. It's just about being a furry and just having fun, making friends, and that's really what it's all about. I'm so humbled to be a part of this. It's incredible. All right. Now, next item on the show, we've got some high prolific movies coming out releasing their big trailers, and one of them is the Mario movie. And it's let me say right now, it's it's quite a trip. This new thing, like, how do you think it's going to turn out? Like, this probably shite, to be honest with you. Most, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's got potential, but most things like this, they do not make well at all. I think their approach to the whole thing was probably a little um, too you know, big-headed. It seems they wanted to have Mario uh, you know, build up to being able to take on the big bad guy. Whereas, unfortunately, they've just made Mario look like a complete buffoon. Hmm. Princess Peach isn't the, um, well, typical princess you'd expect from the Mario franchise as well. That's uh, The damsel in distress, right? Right. Yeah. And there's been talk about, you know, Princess Peach being a strong female character, quotation marks. Then why does she need someone to protect her from the giant turtle? Look at this, like in that frame shot there. People are saying that she's Peach Skywalker, the way she picked up the halberd. <laughs> then why does this game exist to begin with? The whole point is Mario's trying to save Princess Peach from the evil Bowser. That That's the whole premise of everything. What the heck? If she's so strong and independent, why don't she just do it herself? And because not you've got to do... Seems to be a, a, a doofus. I mean, the trailer looks really good. I have to say, like, the cinematography here and the animation is really, really cool looking. I mean, Bowser looks like a freaking badass. That is awesome. And not to mention, they've actually really gone, made good use of some of the stuff in the source material, too. And the references, my dude. Yeah, yeah, Mario the, Kart. <laughs> yeah, Mario Kart, the Rainbow Road. <laughs> yeah, right on. And everything else. I think they can pull this off and make it actually a good movie. Like, if, let's say, like, the, the, like the writers or producers who are making this movie, like, if they're actually fans of Mario, like, they know the lore and the story and stuff, then, yeah, they can totally pull it off and make it great. Avera, have you ever watched any of the Minions movies? Uh, I am very thankful to say that no, I have not. I've seen clips of them, and they look well, terrible. Unfortunately, and this is the part that's probably going to stain it for you, the oh, same boy. people who did those movies also did the Super Mario Brothers movie. I mean, 
at, at least they're on par with the animation. Like, no expense was spared when they animated that. It looks really good. Oh, yeah, but, it looks just like but, the but, Super But when Mario it comes Brothers down game. to the story and, like, the characters and stuff, yeah, that's where I think they might have a problem. It looks to me like they went too much more of a modern sort of theme. What would have been nice, though, is if Luigi and Mario were both... Uh, sorry, Luigi and Peach were uh, kidnapped by Bowser. And then yeah, what? Well, if the and Mario has to go rescue him, and he's like... Are you serious? <laughs> I have to go do this. Right. But now maybe like some people are saying night of all this, this might be, you know, Princess Peach the movie rather than the Mario movie. Well exactly. Because they can't call a movie Mario and have it about a man in this day and age. That doesn't support the message anymore. <laughs> the message. Sorry, but yeah. who who here would agree <laughs> that Peach should have been more like um Queen Elizabeth the Second? I don't know about that. I mean, seriously, you want someone with fucking wit? No, Avira, you haven't heard of uh, how the Queen used to drive uh, dignitaries around. She's a bloody good driver and she'd go belting around the yard. Oh, yeah, yeah, I I know that. I I know the Queen's history. I I know back in World War II, she used to, like, drive the ambulance, you know, when she was uh, a nurse in World War II. Oh, yeah. Peach have more of that kind of personality. If they wanted to change things up a bit, I I don't know. It makes it difficult to understand about why they would call on a fucking plumber of all things to save the day when the princess can literally just go bitch slap the bad guy. I mean, seriously. Because when when Mario eats mushrooms, he gets super big and strong. So, of course, he's going to be like the best savior. Peach can eat those too. (laughs) I guess. Yeah, probably. Like Chris Pratt is a voice actor. It's just like, oh, for crying out loud. <laughs> but speaking of voice actors, though, apparently some people weren't exactly, you know, too thrilled with the way Chris Pratt did Mario. So and Wait, instead, Chris they're looking Pratt for foreign did Mario. Right. Oh, God. The, did the voice for Mario, and they're now looking, you know, some of the foreign actors, they're saying the French and the Brazilian versions basically knocked it out of the park. Seriously? Yes, with the with the how close the spot to spot representation of Mario's voice and accenting really played oh, out in the language. I am so pissed I'm not multilingual. I was gonna say, like, surely if you're doing something of Mario, his voice is so distinctly Mario, why wouldn't you have someone who can do Mario? Pretty sure the guy hasn't carked it yet, so why didn't they just hire the original voice actor? Well, yeah, do like that. Or if it's not the original one, surely I think the latest games has someone voicing them. That's still Mario, it's still the same. I'm not even a Mario fan, but even I think it's like surely you can do better and actually do something more for the fans and give them the voice that it should be. Yeah, good point. Oh, I seriously... You, you know what the worst thing is out of all of this? Oh, goodness, <laughs> The only boy. thing we have to base this on, it, sorry to compare it to, is the original Super Mario Brothers movie. <laughs> that was bad. Oh, with the dinosaurs and crap? Yeah, what yes. the heck was that? 
<laughs> what was that about? They were freaking went to Manhattan and it was like they had like the Statue of Liberty was like a T Rex or some shit. Like what the heck? They were drunk. <laughs> yeah. Movie. Oh man, something something wrong happened there for sure. It's but... still funny to watch though, because it's just a golden gem of cringe. So that's the downside. Personally, with the way this is going, I'm probably going to watch it, but not at the cinema. So I don't even know if I'm going to watch it, to be honest with you. I probably will, because you know, given, like, like I said before, the animation does look really well, and it seems like people at least put some effort and passion into it, so I'm going to give it a chance. I'll watch it once, and I'll see. Yeah, I reckon we'll give, I'm not a, I'm not the biggest Mario fan ever, but you know I'm interested in giving it a go myself. At least they didn't do the Sonic movie, <laughs> the first version <laughs> of that. Mm. <laughs> yeah, they took Mario's mustache away and called him Mark. <laughs> <laughs> they made him German. Mm. Uh, I gotta see the rest of the foreign, foreign voice acted versions of the Mario movie. Instead of a plumber, he's now a maid. (laughs) (laughs) And now instead, we get Princess Luigi. Yep, Princess Luigi, Maid Mario, (laughs) and Night Peach. (laughs) Actually. Uh, Princess Peach from the first Mario live-action movie and this one are quite similar. I mean, by all means, uh, Peach in this one isn't an archaeologist, but the kick-ass nature seems to be the same. It's one of them things where it's... Wait to see it, but I'm not going to go out of my way to see it. Because... I'm not a fan of Mario in the slightest, really. Yeah, yeah, that's understandable. Like, you wouldn't, like, go to a movie theater and give them your money to see this movie. You'll probably just see it, like, on streaming or something. Mm -hmm. Like, if I'm bored, can't figure out something to watch, and maybe it pops up, and if at the time I think, oh, yeah, I'll watch it, then, yeah, I'll probably watch it. But if I've got something better to watch, then there's a most likely chance that I'll never see this movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Now, there's another big movie that's also been on the spotlight as well. Taking a different turn this time, it is Avatar's sequel, The Way of Water. Now, you guys might think this is kind of bonkers, right? But Avatar came out in the year 2009. Mm. Crazy, right? That's like, what, 13? Maybe 12 years ago? Something like yeah. that? And That's it was insane. Also a very, 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 you know, a spectacular movie that grossed a lot of profit. Oh, yeah. 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 I think it was the first movie to gross over $2 billion like worldwide overall at the box office. Mm-hmm. But now, with the new movie, it seems like they kind of are jumping on that nostalgia type of CGI magic that because back in the day, like back in 20, uh, 2009, that was some groundbreaking stuff that 
Avatar actually did. And, like, they made this movie look really pristine. Oh, but, yeah, definitely. But now, it's 2022, and, um... The technology for CG has really come leaps and bounds. Yeah, so it's not as much of a spectacle as it probably would have been. Especially, like, 13 years later. I mean, like, do people even still care about Avatar? And, like, do they? Um, I personally don't. I was a big fan of the first movie. I loved it. I watched it so much. Yeah, same. Yeah. Well, it's I don't know, it's like everyone wanted the sequel then and there. But now it's too little too late. Dude, it's over like a dozen years after exactly. the first movie. Like it's crazy. Like the at this point gone. the hype has died down, right? Yeah, exactly. Avera, it's only been about a decade, just over. The other issue is that they had to develop filming underwater. Yeah, well, yeah, they had to do that. The Little movie. Mermaid movie. Hence the reason why it's a bit more, um, well, it was more problematic to get the filming done. Right. <laughs> now, yeah. the reason it's made the spotlight is because Avatar The Way of Water needs a whopping $2 billion of profit revenue to break even. Why would they release that information? Yeah, that's kind of weird. I guess they were trying to entice people to come, like those who support the film, like, oh, I'm going to go and help out or whatever. I or, guess they were trying they, to, like, pander to the audience. That's what it sounds it's like. not so much that, but maybe they're still... Like, in the case of, like, Avatar being groundbreaking, maybe they're because, if, like you said, filming underwater is the hot new development, they need that money to, um, you know, to cover the, all that tech and stuff. Well, that investment can be made later on by, uh, you know, other movies taking advantage yes. of that. Hmm. I wonder if... I, I seriously wonder, though, how many um, trips they actually take under there just for shits and giggles. Right. Now, read this. Like, the production cost of Avatar The Way of Water is set around about 350 or $400 million. Fucking hell. Wow, that's an enormous budget. What the heck? How much was the original Avatar movie? Uh, that I don't recall. I think it was probably over a hundred million. Yeah, but so... they they made bank off that movie, so like they really don't care about that. Oh, well, that's when why it, they'll what... put all the money into this movie because they're thinking, oh, the first one did this well. well it was the product of the time. Everyone yeah. loved it. Everyone saw it. But I think they're relying a bit too heavily on past popularity and, and the they've gone job. all in on this movie expecting it to do the same thing, but I don't think it will. Yeah, I, I think you're absolutely is... right about that. The fact that they, they just threw money at this uh, production mm -hmm. and thought, oh, well, right. We can just, you know, bank on nostalgia and make this great. But if they don't make over $2 billion, which is a crazy number to even think about, if they did make that, they said, well, maybe we'll break even. Yeah. Whoa. The major issue we've also had is that there have been a lot of Marvel and DC sort of um, epic movies. Black Adam's basically the uh, latest I can put down is, what yeah. the hell was this mm -hmm. trash? But Black Adam, I thought it was all right. I didn't mind it. Well, we had no connection to any of the... Because I don't read the comics, I didn't know any of these characters. One just looked like they were a rip-off of Deadpool. The other mm. one looked like it was a rip-off of Doctor Strange. 
And for some reason, weird reason that just seemed to make sense to the plot, he committed, uh, he allowed himself to die. See, I've followed the comics quite a bit, and I've followed a lot of DC stuff. So far, in live action, it was a very good portrayal of them. Especially, like, I was a bit iffy with Doctor Fate, to be honest, yeah. But I think the only reason why I enjoyed Black Adam is because I went into it expecting the same shit we've had from DC movies lately. Yeah, that's been pretty bad. Yeah, so it's not like the movie was ecstatic and amazing and brilliant. It's just, it was significantly better than what we've gotten so far. One of the issues with the plot points to that movie was just they simply walked in and said, oh, okay, here's the uh, current bad guy, let's just take him in. But they didn't really Mm. care about it. Literally not the way you approach something. Yeah. Especially in that scenario. <laughs> what the so, hell? Here's the thing. I'm not sure what you think what you will about Avatar and their attempt to cash, you know, to make it that big. But they really, really have to go and break history to do something. But there is one big thing that might dampen your spirits. Right. Oh boy. What? Avatar, the way of water director, James Cameron claims testosterone is a toxin that you have to slowly work out of your system. What the f- <laughs> What? <laughs> Wait, whoa. <I'm> sorry, what? <laughs> huh? Oh. <laughs> so, uh, this dude, James Cameron, who's a man, who's his natural body, produces testosterone, he thinks it's what? A toxin? What the crap? What are you okay. talking about? Can I just say, if I put, if I let all the testosterone go out of my system, does this mean I get to turn blue? I and, yeah, probably turn blue, grow some breasts. I mean, fuck, I don't know. I'm like one of those dingo creatures. I don't know. Something like can this. I can I put my money down here in a few years if we suddenly see the headline, Jenny Cameron? I want money. <laughs> Did he actually so... say this? <laughs> Does anybody oh my goodness. remember the Terminator, what was it, Salvation's movie that was released? Oh, yeah. How we had someone on Twitter from the actual film turn around and say that if you don't like this film, you're a closeted misogynist. And people, Some people lost their shit over that. Oh, uh, Joel, uh, yeah. can you go back to that article? I wanted to read something. Cameron probably didn't realize that uh, that actually, stunt he pulled yeah. was just fuck the movie. Here is, uh, I did get access to a different... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was, um, scroll up a bit. All right. So maybe he was basically doing this at the behest of um, Disney's, you know, at the behest of Disney executives and what they want. But the worst... uh, In in a wide-ranged article from The Hollywood Reporter... Yeah, this is the article from... I'll I'll read this. Like, this is Cameron's quote. A lot of things I did earlier... I wouldn't do career-wise and just risks that you take as a wild testosterone-poisoned young man. Oh, fuck off. Wow. He actually freaking said that. What the crap? Okay. That's messed up. Is this hinting that he's gonna have a sex change soon? <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> if he was like fourteen and he said that, yeah, he probably would be. Mm. I'm sure the doctors would love to put him on hormones. 
But oh, the worst thing you can do is say something utterly stupid, ridiculous, and try to defend your movie or anything before it's even out, because that's what makes people turn away and go, no, thank you. Look at any time it's happened in the past. If you say something about, oh, if you don't like it, you're this. Oh, if you don't like it, then don't watch it. It's the same in movies as it is in games. I mean, look at Battlefield. People were up in arms about that. They said, well, if you don't like it, don't buy it. No one did. Because gamers and people who watch movies, we don't want to see this political agenda crap shoved down our throats. We just want to be entertained and have fun. That's it. Like we don't care about your your agenda or like whatever the crap politics you're trying to push on us. We don't want that. Nobody wants that. I want to give a bit of advice to James Cameron here, but uh, when I watched the trailer for the first time for the new Avatar movie, it didn't hook me. Now, a trailer that did hook me was the first one I saw for the, uh, what was it, Cocaine Bear. <laughs> Just because of how different it was. Right, right. And So, tra- you've literally followed what a number of other movies have done in the past, which is show fantastic scenery and then just literally dribble shit from your face. It doesn't make people want to watch a movie. It makes them go, I don't think this is going to be worth watching if that's the kind of mentality is going to be in the film. Just, no. Right. And here's something that's also been revealed like when I was watching the trailers of Avatar and in light of this new information, you know, Cameron's idea about testosterone might also be bleeding into the Avatar movie. And he just said, you know, it will seemingly feature an asshole dad. Okay. Now, why? If you are an asshole dad, do you have, how much testosterone do you think you got to have to be an asshole dad? That shouldn't even be a question. This is just ridiculous. Oh, fucking hell. Men produce testosterone. That's just what it is. I don't know what the heck kind of angle this dude is coming at. It's just kind of weird. I personally would like to know, but I'm afraid to find out. Mm. It's um, it's just so annoying because the first movie was about nothing but like mm-hmm. the fantasy of it. Yeah, there was some messages here and there about <laughs> shit. Yeah. Oh, there were pretty blatant messages. I mean, they were yeah. literally saying that, you know, climate change and destroying the forest is bad and exactly, yeah. evil human it, colonialism, all that stupid shit. Yeah, they were had, totally on board with that. But you had actual people going to another planet, ripping up the environment just because they want the uh, metal underneath. That's it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That's a great and, way of and, doing and that, it. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. It showed it properly. They had the story there, and they delved and enjoyed in all of the fantasy that it needed. Whereas now, it's like they're trying to force forward stupid political stuff that shouldn't even be anything. Fair enough, like, oh, deforestation, climate change and stuff. Oh, bring light to this while making a really good fantasy movie. Fair enough. Oh, what they sh- what they should have done. Testosterone. <laughs> and what I hope that they end up doing is that they 
bring people back to try to get the material again. That's what I would have liked to have seen. That's what the trailer should have been about. But if this is where they're going with it, it's... Um, eh. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. They're just saying, uh, we love living as savages in our mud huts with our special tree. And uh, you humans with your technology are evil. You've got to fight back against the colonials. And to fight back against the colonials and that, you actually need a, te- a semblance of testosterone. And yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Even that to protect your family, you need some toxic masculinity. And testosterone. Mm. So yeah. the only the only way to win is to grow a pair of tits, lads. Drop your man parts and become female. <laughs> and just like put on a bit of weight if you want breasts. Mm-hmm. You don't have well, to get implants or anything. But it's not good enough. The testosterone's still there. <laughs> 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 but it's ah, supposed well. to be there. I think at the end of the day, though, just... not anymore. <laughs> yeah, at the end of the day, though, um, I do want to say, like, do you reckon, just as a last question, that big names can save Hollywood, or is that Hollywood's a friggin' lost cause? At this point, money doesn't um... make sell good films. Uh, good stories do. Exactly. At this point, I would say yes, it is a lost cause because the stuff that's coming out from Disney as of late is primarily sequels and reboots because they don't have any new original ideas. This is not the company back like we used to know. They're just banking on nostalgia and older, you know, IPs. That's all they're doing. They're just making more sequels and crap and they, they don't care. Any movie that they make, their intention is just to make money, to pander to as many people as they possibly can. And that's really what's going on now. They're not original anymore. I don't know how true this is, but Disney may be um, failing at this point. I think so. Some sort of things poke up in the news about how they're really losing money. Oh, it really would not surprise me. Righto. Righto. And now, there's one more item that we've got for this week. And, well, you know, this is a time where the race must go on, as they always say. Or has it? Dungeons Dragons to remove the term race from Game Lexicon due to its quote-unquote prejudiced links between real world and fantasy peoples. (laughs) Yeah. What the fuck is that picture? <laughs> yeah, um, I'm not sure if, if you guys uh, remember this, but back a few months ago, Hasbro did something very similar where they said what? that they, 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 yes, they got complaints that the race of orcs was representing uh, black African, people. Of Africans, yeah. African Americans. And, 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 and they that. said that, oh, well, the orcs are evil and bad and savage, and we don't want to make that comparison. But here's the deal. Orcs are not human. Exactly. They're not. They're, they're a fantasy creation. Same with elves and dwarves and whatever the fuck. So, the fact that Hasbro is really going gung-ho with this and they're trying to erase 
the term uh, race, race, that doesn't make any sense. Because, like, these are different fantasy types of peoples. Like, what are you right. talking about? Is there literally no limits? I mean, I know there basically isn't, but surely there has to be a point where there will be something that people can't get offended over. The fucking They're word actually... race to describe a different race. You know, it's right. funny. Um, oh. Listen to Lord of the Rings intro um, narrated by Galadriel. She said, each ring was given to govern each race. Like, she actually said that. It was elves, dwarves, men, whatever. Yeah. All of that. Now, like, this is a staple in fantasy. Like, there's different races out there. And now, here's the justification that just... Yes, I agree with you. And this one's the um, justification that the Dungeons & Dragons people have said. And these are the three points. Number one. We have made the decision to move on from using the term race everywhere in one Dungeons & Dragons... And we don't do not intend to return to that term. The term species was chosen in close coordination with multiple outside cultural consultants. What? Outside? Oh shit. What's the so, third one? Um third point. In I the survey. Arcana playtest, which will go live on December twenty one. Players will be able to give feedback on the term species along with everything else. Present in the playtest materials. Oh, so do do we call them species now? Is, right. is the orc a species? Right. Are and the so dwarves and elves a species? Like, and this is in the player's handbook. You know, the half orc, the dragonborn, the gnome, the tiefling. Yeah. The so these are different races of people. I mean, obviously, like that's what the whole game's about. Like different. So what do they want them to be called? Uh, what factions or something? Should they we call them the dwarf faction or whatever? Mm -hmm. Different people kind. <laughs> yes. Yeah, people kind. Mm. This is fantasy. It's not supposed to reflect our modern world in this regard. This is crazy. Well, exactly. The whole point, like, the only thing that makes it an issue is by having the issue with it. Because if you don't have any issue with it, then it's not an issue in the slightest. Because no one would care. It's just a thing that was there until one person has to say, oh, well, this is offensive. Yeah. And then everyone has to try and find a reason as to why it is. Yeah, I wonder how many elves out there were offended by the term the race of elves. Yeah, the, the elven folk probably got super offended and just messaged them and be like, hey, don't be talking about us like that. And who knows? Maybe the wizards. They're like, oh, the, the race of wizards? Oh, harumph, I say. Don't you be and talking about us like that. I'll turn you into right. a toad. Hmm. I've got an interesting live comment here as well, Acid Games. Species isn't horrible, but what about the sub-races inside said species? Now, yeah, what about it? I mean, that, that's you know, some cool characters you can got, play as. Yeah, you've got elves, you've got dark elves, that should be, you know, that's also called sub-race, mm -hmm. and that sort of thing, that's like a common fantasy trope, elves and dark elves. And then, you know, and human, like, you know, the species and race economy, it's, like, on one hand, I can see that it's a semantic thing, and I'm not so uppity about it, because, yeah, because that's kind of what it is at the end of the day, for me. 
Yeah. But, you know, now imagine this, if you actually, if every other fantasy thing you know and you love, like any well-known fantasy RPG actually did away with the term race, like if World of Warcraft, Final Fantasy fourteen, Elder Scrolls, and many more did away with the term race. So what are they going to call them? Like different species? Different breeds? I mean, like, what the heck? Well, at least species is still near enough, close enough, but it, it's like a toss of the fucking coin. It's the same thing. There's, like, yeah, but but they use the word race as like a buzzword for people that yeah. they don't like. Like how? I, just don't, I don't know. I really They're do crazy. not understand how the fuck they have managed to pull offense from the word race. <laughs> Dude, it gets worse than that. Uh, I remember a few months ago, uh, Hasbro was like, they got complaints, people being all offended that the orcs right. represented black people. No, they right. don't. They're and orcs. Yeah, like, and, what and the heck? Like, they're basically just saying, you know, some people, like in the past, they were saying certain races are inherently evil, and plays are trained from the start to expect evil intent from goblins, barbarism from orcs. Or well, yeah, I mean, the orcs are literally bred under the dark spells of Morgoth, so of course yeah, they're going to be evil. Literally, the point of why those races were created. To fight against, it's, yeah, of course, in the game, obviously. Like it, it's fantasy stuff. Of course, they're going to be like that because that's what they were made to be like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're the bad guys. What the heck? I'm with you on that one. Like it's just it's just crazy to me that so many people focus so hard on like, human races, and they apply that to a fantasy world with, like, mystical creatures. That's just so damn silly to me. I don't get it. Like, trying to ascribe, like, the modern human world into fantasy characters, like you said. You know. Yeah, like, dude, you're an elf. You're 3,000 years old. Like, that has nothing to do with humans. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Right... We still have the issue where it's the uh, former Twitter twats that were turning around and pushing for all this kind of thing. Hmm. It really makes you wonder how many of the actual people who played the game wanted this to happen. I don't think anybody that played this game was actually concerned about racial issues. I think all they wanted to do was play this game, have fun, and just you know, go shoot and kill things like they typically do. Uh, this is more about the leadership and, like, the, the guys involved in kind of orchestrating the games. They're they're more in line with the, the whole woke identity bullshit politics. That's probably what's going on here. Oh, yeah, definitely. And us normal people have to suffer for it. Yeah, because there's not enough... The, everyone gets too... Like, the people who will be behind it like, behind changing it all, are too afraid to put the foot down and say no. What we need is more big companies to do that. If you don't give in to this fucking woke culture, then other places won't. They will have no grounds to stand on if you just put your foot down, say no, fuck off, 
you're not controlling everything in the world just because you get so offended if something happens. Oh, I accidentally bumped into a door. The door's fucking racist. So- <laughs> Yo, no, that's no, no, really no, no, how no, it no, is, no, actually. No, it's not racist. It's committing sexual assault. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh both. Yeah. both. Well, the, the door is obviously... Um, uh, the door is institutional white supremacy, and it's just racist against everyone who doesn't know how to use doors. Well, of course it's sexual assault, though. It's got a fucking doorknob. How dare you flash your knob at me? <laughs> no, no, no. They're hermaphrodites. They got both. <laughs> that's if it's got a key lo- keyhole. Well, exactly. Oh, my God. <laughs> See, we can come up with as so much bullshit as any twat out there that decides they want to have a voice. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Damn right it is. But all up, though, it's just the sheer ridiculousness of this all. I'm so glad I'm not going to MFF this year. Because if I have to deal with all that Max... Uh, sorry, Vax and mask passport crap? No, dude. I'm not doing that. That's ridiculous. <sighs> I don't think it's, like, reasonable for some random furry to, like, go to a convention and then have the staff be like, oh, by the way, show me your medical papers. Like, what the heck? No thanks, dude. I'm just here to have fun and, you know, meet some friends and dress up in fursuit and dance or whatever. I don't have to tell you what shots I've gotten. It's kind of messed up. Continue on, like just to um, just before you um wrap up the rest of your statement and all, and all that. Though, what do you think is the whole trajectory for twenty twenty three? Like, are we going to see a new, what's it called, a new variant engineered and causing all every single furcon ever out there to um reinstate the whole vaccine thing in my bob? Oh yeah, probably. It, like um, that's the thing because it's gotten so gentle now. No one takes the virus seriously, so it has all the potential to just suddenly turn a turn a corner and bam, it's deadly again. Ow! Ah oh, well. Anything else you'd like to wrap up with, Avira? Oh, uh, well, if this is my closing statement, I, I just want to say um, I hope everyone had a fantastic weekend. Well, at least you will be having a fantastic weekend. Um, yeah, uh, this was super fun. And I'll see you guys next week. Yeah, there's quite a lot of present surprises out here this week. Oh, you know, totally. Bad or for awful crazy, as <laughs> is the standard of this timeline. Now, who else would like to um, make the closing statement? All I can say is thank you, James Cameron, for making my day. Hmm. Still, out of the two of them, I'd still probably choose to see Avatar over Mario. <laughs> Even if it means you become a, like a beta bitch soy boy with no testosterone. <laughs> or whatever. Like if, if that movie bleeds you out of testosterone, then... Yeah. It's one of them. It's one of them ones that, yeah, I'll most likely see it. Whereas I can say for certain, I will not go and see Mario. 
All right. And, yeah, like it's crazy, I know, but all the same. You know, there's a couple of those movies you just got to give a shot, hey. Mm-hmm. All right. But, you know, as always, that's all we've got for um, this week. I hope you enjoyed the show as much as we did making it. And we always do our level best to deliver the goods. As always, our episodes are available on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Player.fm, iHeartRadio, BitChute, and more further down the line. This is us signing off for the week. Farewell, and until next time. Magic and Have a good night, guys.